uh, just the whole the, everything that's happening with social movements. Yes, what's happening now around the world is the realization that there's no middle ground. The center is done holding. There isn't a center. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with who the president is. The movement is far bigger than the Oval Office. That's, yep, that's a good point. And, you know, uh, Palestinian kids at birth are taught to hate Jews, and we're seeing a... Okay, but a situation here where, well, if if not at birth, certainly by the time they get to the failed academy, many kids are taught to hate America. Yes, Chris. Well, I was just going to say that the troubling part too is what we're calling for a day of global jihad Friday, right? I got it. To, I got it. One of my lead stories. All right. I mean that that's that that I find a bit. Worrisome. And you, I don't know if either Kenny or John saw this. Uh, both Reavers and I did a tremendous outpouring of Palestinian support in Dearborn, Michigan, yesterday. Yeah, and we were wondering, you know, who's Rashida Tlaib's uh, contingent? Well, there they are. Uh, she's got a very safe seat in the United States yeah. Congress, mm-hmm. and they're. They're called the the uh, one of the uh, Iman Imam smoke yesterday in Dearborn. You know he wants the Jews eradicated, mm-hmm. burning in fiery hell, and they're getting cheered. And they're at the the Dearborn Convention Center. You know where Jimmy Buffett might have appeared or whatever. Well, he's dead. It's 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 uh, there's no middle ground anymore. The the uh, the battle lines I, I are being get, drawn. I get it. Why? Why? Because Why do they want control? Jews takeover. dead because control. Jews and Americans and Western civilization represent. Uh, they represent an achievement that they think has been oppressive to others. Uh, that that uh, capitalism has been. It's an age-old problem. I mean, it predates Marx. I, I, I'm willing to bet that. Jews in America are a bigger minority than any other minority there is. Yeah, I wouldn't even consider them a minority. They're just Americans who happen but to be I'm, Jewish. But I mean, if you count their numbers. Rook, how many Jews in America? Look it up. Hey, Jews. Hey, Jews. How many are <laughs> And a lot of these Jew haters are using Gaza as their reason. Um, and they're saying that um, the Jews have gone in there and attacked, and they're doing this to Palestine and this, that, and the other. But from, and you're going to have to correct me because I don't know, but it seems my perception is the, the Jews, the Israelis, have just been reacting to strikes against them. Mm-hmm. Google, why are Jews hated? See what the answer you. This is from monetary? Research. This report classifies approximately 5.8 million adults as Jewish. That's that's an infinitesimal percent of but is that American population. 2.4% of all U.S. adults. 2%. All right. Now Google why Jews are hated. I, I got that. Go. Uh, what did it say? Uh, uh, it says, oh, now where did it go? Uh, <laughs> Add. <clears throat> Click here to subscribe. Right. <laughs> Having problems getting it up. While we're waiting, Joe. Yes. The Nazis hid hid their concentration camps. Pardon? The Nazis hid their concentration. 
they tried to hide the fact that they were eliminating yeah. Jews. They yep. had more class than these people. We're now mm-hmm. celebrating it right. and cheering it on God, and openly point. encouraging it. Mm-hmm. What in the hell? That is a great point. At least the Nazis had the decency to I have, hide it. I, I had class. I, I guess it, it I'm was. so shocked because I have never seen this kind of hatred. I'm waiting for John to before. Leave. Well, now I, I've moved on now to something else because they didn't really hide it. It's just people ignored it. The Nazis. Everybody okay. knew by 1939 what was going on, but nobody wanted to deal with it. It took us a long time to get involved. Yeah, and it was hidden here. Even I mean, now, half- what would have happened had Pearl Harbor not happened? It's a good question. Good, good, we yeah, probably would have got in it. Well, the Germans wouldn't have bombed it in the first place. Right. <laughs> Forget it. He's on, right. a roll. He's on a roll. Forget <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now let me see where I was. What, <laughs> what is the term for um, what we were then? Um, we wanted to stay out of it. There's a term uh, when we don't want to get involved in World War Wars. Um, we were uh, not isolationists. Um, um, I know, we, I know the word you're thinking of. Yeah, we, we collectively did. We collectively did not want to get involved. FDR did because he knew what was going on. I, not isolation. Um, yeah, that's a good question. It's right here. It's right here. I, I can feel it, but I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I'm wondering if we're going through the same thing right now because my my personal feeling, and again, very uneducated, is that. We should be over there helping the Jews. Well, we should do whatever it takes are. to help I the mean, Jews. We're deploying yeah, more than the just, boats. More than just financially. I mean, boots on the ground, as they say. Well, persecution, then... persecution of Jews has been a major event in Jewish history, prompting and shifting waves of refugees as early as 605 BCE. See if you can just cut to the paragraph that says why. Uh, Jews were commonly used as scapegoats for tragedies. Uh, Black Death Persecutions, 1066 Granada Massacre, Massacre of 1391. I don't have the why yet. Not your fault. I'm just saying I don't don't have the why. Is that something to do with Christ? Christ was Jewish. My boss is a Jewish carpenter. But the Jews killed him. Did did they not? Or was it the Romans Romans killed him? I don't even know my Bible. I think the Catholics killed him. (laughs) (laughs) The Pope. The Pope is pro global warming now. By the way, we've we've missed that that story. So, at what point do you want the reaction from the Twins game? Then are we going to put that off for today? <laughs> Boy, the old Twins showed up last night. Ooh, huh? Yeah, it was it was ugly. You can't win with you one know what? Run. They were chasing. They were swinging wildly. Well, at how things. about Kirloff? Make the F and play. Yep. I don't know. I'm. I'm that completely changes the game. If I'm he makes hopeful that play. for tonight, but I don't hold my breath. Did they? Did they give up right away? First inning. Yeah, it was four nothing before they even had a chance to bat. But they had a chance to score. That's true. Every yep, that's inning, true. literally. And that's they, true. A couple of times the bases horrible. were loaded, weren't they? Yep. Just horrible at bats, man. They just didn't knock them in. They were swinging wildly. They weren't disciplined at the plate. We were in the booming metropolis of Randolph, Minnesota. Randolph. In the Middle Sixth Ages. Football action. Many Christians, go. including members of the clergy, held the Jewish people collectively responsible for the killing of Jesus. As stated in the Boston College Guide to Passion Plays, over the course of time, Christians began to accept that the Jewish people as a whole were responsible for killing Jesus. But it's not Christian people who hate the Jews. Right. According to this interpretation, both the Jews present at Jesus Christ's death and the Jewish people collectively and for all time have committed the sin of, uh, of God killing. Does this have something to do with Allah versus Jesus? 
Is it that? Uh, Jews in France. No. Have you well, guys? You could have been the, reading uh, about that instead of driving grain cart. <laughs> yeah, but driving grain cart gives him joy. That's true. Have you guys seen the photo of the four college kids with the Queers for Palestine photo? Yeah, who wants to tell them? And then underneath, it's got the sign of chickens for KFC. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the exact same now, thing. Uh, Joe, again, see, now this, this is such an in, uh, involved conversation, but the fundamentalist movement right now in America pretty much hates Jews. You said Christians. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, then you why? know more about the fundamentalist movement than I do. Tell I, me why. I don't know. I, I don't know them. why. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, Cause they're bankers. There's no, well, money. that's, you know, that's, they think Jews control everything. And well, what about that guy in, uh, the, uh, a weather guy, the, the guy in Washington, DC, the councilman is saying, yes. Oh, it's snowing. Yeah. Watch there out you go. Jews, man. Yeah. They control the weather. Remember that we had no. that. Yes. Yes, it's oh, yeah. an audio bit. He was driving in his car. Wait, was that climate control? Yeah. Uh, the same guy? These Jews, yes. yeah, they're running everything. Rockefellers no. control the weather. Rockefellers control the weather, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember that. Oh, for God's sakes, we played it a hundred times. Yeah, but that might have been, was that before my time? No, it was no, about two it was, years ago. No, you moron! <laughs> uh, you know, you get a flu shot, uh, tell you to drink a lot of water. Did you grab everybody's free bottle of water over I there? I got a couple. <laughs> Everybody is. Yeah, there is not a specific reason. Oh, That's... you guys will love it. So they've got all the tables sitting out over here for the health fair deal. And unfortunately, they're right next to the bathrooms. And so every time, you know, you go around the corner, they, all of them sit. I'm like, oh, he's coming to see me. No, nope, going to take a leak. Yeah, these poor people there. <laughs> I got to drain the yeah. main Nobody vein. Nobody wants to talk to them. <laughs> They did perk up when I walked by to get exactly. a candy bar. Exactly, they did the same thing. Oh, he's for coming me. to talk to hey, me about insurance. Hey, like to hear about our brochure? I gotta go unfurl the monster. <laughs> Just some awful, horrible backwoods. <laughs> kind of give it the the one light. Or <laughs> yeah. do you walk out the door zipping up? You know, I can't do anything about it today. And the fart walk. The fart walking. With the one leg shake, I can't do anything about it today. But if you uh, if you ever come again to the show wearing what you're wearing, you're fired. <laughs> What's he's I got, like his own oh he's got he's got out he's got overalls on. I did just with suspenders. Call it up. Yeah. What a rube. Mitt suspenders. Mitt you suspenders. Know how comfortable these things are. It's like being naked. How about the hands wait, wait. and let's go? Wait, you got some swage, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> Underneath the suspenders and the overalls. You just got your grunders on, don't you? <laughs> well, what? What are you? I have underwear and a shirt on. What are you supposed to have? Frat and what else? Well, wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm curious Am I too. To have like long spanks on. Yeah, spanks. So something underneath, a little over them. Didn't for... that chick become a billionaire? The inventor uh, of spanks, yes. probably. Yeah. Can I have the ads? Uh, Joe, a, a very hip look, Kenny. Back in like 1978, I have many pictures not, of myself I'm and friends dressed. Country Joe right. and the fish, right there. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to be comfy while I'm driving. Joe, cars. I just need a fret and a precision cart. out of you today. Sarah Blakely, Joe. Yeah, she's a good-looking gal. 52 years old. Now a billionaire because she invented tights. Yeah. Ken? Yeah? All I need out of you is a seat. At age 27, she relocated to Atlanta, still working Matt, at Danka, spent Matt. two years and five grand in savings. It's okay. Uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Wait, Such, how come we haven't had any Trump on the program since Frank was here? 
What do you, do you mean? mean? Funny. Because Rook doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> but you're well practicing. on your way to learning it. But you don't well, practice it. Yeah. It, yes, I do. You're not well, then let's me. hear it. In the car- no, I'm not going to until I perfect it. Because all what I realized, it, whenever I do it here, all I do is get a complex. When I practice it in the car, yeah, you guys are like, oh, no, you didn't do it. No. Matthew, I realized huh. I... Yeah. Should I continue to send you clips or should I just drop it? No, send me whatever you got. Oh, yeah. That's all, all right. good. Frat right. Look, yes, uh, in garden look you and I need to have a talk because I can yes, relate exactly to what you're saying. Okay, Involving hey, songs. Frataloni's hardware and garden stores. <laughs> Joel, it sounds like you might be ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, just, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, yes it is. It is. <laughs> What? what? Why show was is John it? referred to as it? I don't know. <laughs> well, here's John Height in the news. Yes, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> was it the newsroom he was referring to? I don't to? know, Chris. Oh. Uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1169, October 11th. 2023. It was 85 degrees on this day as recently as 2015. Hmm. And it was 22 degrees on this day in 1876. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Here's the kind of world I want to live in. We live in Garage Logic, which is pretty good. Well, here's a headline in today's uh, news. This is from the local Fox 9. Raccoons are behaving oddly in Burnsville. People should stay away, according to the officials. That would have been a call back in the day. You two chuckleheads would have taken calls for an hour on that. Some raccoons in Burnsville are exhibiting odd behavior. Burnsville Animal Control has seen an increase recently in raccoons that are behaving oddly. The raccoons have been staggering. Having seizures are unafraid of their surroundings, Matt. Okay. And are lying or slumped for an extended time and are allowing people to approach them. Sounds like they got into the shine, huh? Sounds like they got into the apples. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe the fermented apples. People are advised to stay away from raccoons or any wildlife they encounter into Protect children and pets from approaching wildlife. I don't know why you would approach a raccoon. They scare me. We've noticed an unusual number of sick raccoons Mm. since July. Noting the animal control people note they've taken 39 reports as of Tuesday, yesterday. And in 2022, animal control only had 17 reports of odd-behaving raccoons. Two of the raccoons were recently taken to the U of M, where one tested positive for distemper. Mm. Oh, is that? Uh, That's a virus. Mm. And mm-hmm. salmonellosis, an infection uh, with salmonella bacteria. The second raccoon's <clears throat> tests were uncertain, 
but the animal may have died from salmonellosis. Locations of sick raccoon reports, because this is all I'm going to worry about today. Okay. I'm going to pretend that I live in Burnsville, and my chief concern today is the behavior of raccoons. Distemper is also a uh, short show. Glue. No, John, I can make the worry of raccoons last <laughs> for as long as I want to. Look what about this. this headline? Yeah, I States saw muskrats could be in trouble. I read I'm that story. I'm worried about that uh, one. I am an old muskrat trapper. Humor me for just I a am. moment. I was you? a trapper is, of muskrats. That a, is that a Neil Young song? No. I'm <laughs> old muskrat trapper. As a kid, I trapped muskrats. Did you drive cart to go trap muskrat? Drove, uh, drove bicycle. I got gotcha. you. You trap muskrat? I trap muskrat. No. Technically, you'd ride bicycle. Well, I think there was a, a, you turned them in somewhere and got five bucks or something. Mm. For the pelt? Yeah, they made nice, uh, whatever me. you made out of them. Fun hobby. Humor me for just a moment, will you? Sure. Repl read, get the headline again and read the headline once more. About my raccoon yes, problem? Yes, please. Yes, please. It's the kind of world I want to live in, you yep. know. Yep. Just read the headline for me. Just I realize so in briefly. other parts of the world, there are some things happening. Yep, yep. Raccoons are behaving oddly in Burnsville, semicolon. People should stay away, colon, officials. Now, replace the word Burnsville with Alexandria. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Raccoons are behaving oddly in Alexandria. People should stay away, officials. Let me tell you something right now. My uncle, Uncle Jim, when I was a wee lad, told me, these here rats, these GD things are cyclical. One year, there'll be an S-load of them. The next year, you can't swing a dead cat and find one. I don't know where the hell they go, but they go, and then they come back. You know what muskrats ate when I was a child? Mm -hmm. I'm sure they still do. Weeds. They ate rope. Yeah. So if you had a boat at a buoy, for example, it was very common for the muskrat to climb up the rope gnawing on it on his way, and then climb into the boat and do untold damage. Huh. Mm. Muskrat guts and muskrat meat is the best kind of bait you can possibly buy. And I was surprised. I didn't know this when I read this story in the Star Tribune today. When there was a meat shortage in the United States, I don't know if that was the 30s or 40s, they were encouraging people to eat muskrats. Hell yes, she stakes out real good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> What happened to my Joe? Yeah, Who the what hell are you? She stakes out real good. What does Sam Hill do? Damn, you, you put them on the coals? Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Joe Souchere. I like with me a muskrat. Muskrat, yeah. muskrat, muskrat. Muskrat. What's the song? Muskrat Love? Muskrat Love. America. Yeah. Is that Captain so, Tennille? Yeah, America did it originally. Then the yeah. Captain Tennille covered The case of the raccoons. I have an easy solution for the residents of Burnsville. Yep. Get yourself a live trap. Yep. And you can put anything you want in there. You'll catch a, a raccoon. And then you pick, it's got a handle on the top of it once the raccoon is in there. You go down to the lake and or the creek, and you teach the raccoon how to swim. And ten times oh. out of ten, they end up not passing the class, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yesterday, to simplify what's happening in Israel, I decided that the simplest way to look at it is the opponents of Israel want the Jewish race extinguished. They want the Jews dead. 
Now, to continue that line of thinking, today what I was realizing is there's no middle ground. It's all, all or none. You know, I think the world's been kidding itself for the last 75 years. Uh, we can achieve peace. We can have middle ground. We can we can have peace talks with Yasser Arafat. We'll give you Gaza, which then uh, Palestine allowed Hamas to run, and it's a dump. There's no middle ground. You either don't want to kill Jews or you do. Now, unfortunately... Well, 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 okay, hold on. But what would be the middle ground in that scenario you just played out? There isn't any. No, but you said you either well, do Well, the want middle to ground, we, we, I think the world fooled itself by believing the middle ground would be, okay, let's not kill Jews for the next six months. Let's have a peace negotiation. Okay. And then six months would go by, nobody shot a bomb off, and then all of a sudden, here come the missiles again. Just look at the history of Israel for 75 years. Periods of peace followed by periods of disruption, followed by periods of peace, followed by periods of disruption. There's no middle ground. That's my theory. I, take it or leave it. It's worth what you're paying to listen to it. And if that's a town council member, that's 10 bucks a month. Okay. Right. <laughs> and so really what there's no middle ground on is, let's just call it capitalism. There, yeah. There's no middle ground. You either, you either favor capitalism or you don't. Uh, in this country, we're seeing growing, growing evidence of anti-capitalism, for example, which represents freedom, entrepreneurship, competition. You know, the United States, uh, we used to talk about this on the show, and it, it got let go as the mystery began to become more prevalent. The United States is a tough place. It's a tough place to, to live if you, if you mm. get right down to it, because you have to strive. You have to work. You have to take great risks. You have to take risks. You have to. Nope. And and what we've <clears throat> seen with the mystery, and we just keep learning more about the mystery with every day. I don't know how far back the word goes, Rook, on the show. 15 years, I bet. I bet it's longer than that. The mystery? Yeah. Longer than that. And and what, what I've come to realize is the mystery is simply the wish of, of people to not have to not have to have a tough situation in their life. Not work hard, not take risks, not work seven days a week, 15, 16, 18 hours a day. Now, mixed with that in the case of Israel and, and the people who hate them, is, is our, our ancient grievances that we've tried to understand and, and have, for the most part, failed to understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ancient grievances. Now, couple the because a little Palestinian kid is born, he's taught to hate Jews. Okay. What we're seeing in this country is, if not at birth, for sure, many people by the time they get to the failed academy, they're being taught to hate America. In the in the case of America, they're being taught to hate America because America is a tough place to get by. Hatred is a learned emotion, a taught and or learned emotion. Yeah. It's a tough place to get by. You got to answer the alarm clock in the morning. You got to yeah. go to work. Four thirty comes early. And and now and now in in Israel, couple that with this religious fervor, this 
this hatred that is born of the soul that has nothing to do with whether a Jew works hard or not work hard. Uh, it has to do with, so, so the problem is compounded in Israel by the addition of the religious dynamic to it. But, it, but still part of it is we're against capitalism. We're against freedom because that disqualifies equity. Well, then to bring about equity, you have to you have to destroy achievement, not destroy. What's the word you wanted me to use? You didn't like the word destroy. Eliminate. You have to eliminate achievement to bring about equity. Mm-hmm. Now, in this country, for example, it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer that there's no middle ground. Right. Uh, Even though the majority of 80% are pro-capitalist. Middle, middle, middle ground? Yeah. Uh, is it just, I think there is middle ground. It's just the fact that the middle ground is being ignored. I don't think there is middle ground anymore. Really? I don't. I don't think so. Not globally. There's no middle ground. We cling to the quaint illusion that... We still have a middle class in this country, and we have a middle ground. I don't think the center is holding. But uh, I think it's gone. Okay. Politically speaking, isn't GL middle ground? Yes, but we're and what are we? We're fake. GL doesn't exist. That's a hell of a revelation today. Didn't it, you know that? It oh. Did you know I'm not even the mayor of a real town? You don't tell me. <laughs> but the concept is real. Of course. Tomorrow, students at colleges across the United States are being urged to join a day of resistance in support of Palestine. With events reportedly planned in New York, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Arizona. The uh, National Students for Justice in Palestine announced Monday that it planned to lead the day of action tomorrow, October 12th. Reporter Gabby Dooch said that events were planned for New York University, the University of Arizona, Penn State, the University of Virginia, and the University of Colorado in Boulder. It was unclear if other institutions will have events. I'm sure they will. I'm sure there'll be some facet of this at the U of M. In a post on Instagram, the pro-Palestine organization said the Hamas attack on Israel caught the enemy completely by surprise. This is what it means to free Palestine, not just slogans and rallies, but armed confrontation with the oppressors. As the, Palestine, as the Palestinian student movement, we have a responsibility to call for mass mobilization, and to which I would just say to them to keep it simple, go bleep yourself. Mm-hmm. The national... Uh, what's SJP? Oh, Students for Justice for Palestine uh, said all chapters of the organization, including student organizations, are called to take part tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will be the wielding of political power it held on campuses to work to dismantle Zionism. Okay, uh, students are encouraged to print flyers to post around the campus, host teach ins to share the viewpoints of Palestinians and write local statements of solidarity. The toolkit goes on to explain that the national SJP believes that Palestine is occupied and that therefore resistance is justified. Nothing justifies beheading a child. No. Nothing. Right. Nothing. That goes without saying. We shouldn't even be saying that. They're promoting hate. I don't understand this. 
They're promoting hate. All of this comes after Hamas fighters carried out attacks on Israel beginning Saturday. At least 1,350 people have died on both sides since the conflict began, with Israel's Prime Minister Netanyahu vowing to defeat Hamas. Hamas, yes. Now, we had yesterday the statement from the Democratic Socialists of America, Minnesota statement, which was so egregious that even Ken Martin, the uh, head of the DFL, I had to come out against it today because Democratic Socialists of America are forming what is much of the DFL party in Minnesota. These aren't the Democrats of Hubert Humphrey. These are, these are different cats. And I did some homework about them today. Uh, they're quite well entrenched in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Robin Wansley, Minneapolis City Council. Soren Stevenson, Minneapolis City Council. These are candidates they endorse. Uh, Jason Chavez, Minneapolis City Council. Aisha Chugati, Minneapolis City Council. Oren Chowdhury, Minneapolis City Council. Nelsie Yang in St. Paul. Uh, H. Hua Yong Kim, St. Paul. These are all candidates. They in Twin Cities DSA 2023 endorsements. So five in Minneapolis, two in St. Paul. They don't want the life that you have experienced as an American citizen having been born and raised here. They don't want that life. They want... <clears throat> They want the elimination of capitalism. It says so in their literature. It's right at the top of their literature. So I'm not taking anything out of context. You have a school union chief in Minneapolis who wants the elimination of uh, capitalism. Uh, Democratic Socialists of America is the largest social organization in the U.S., Uh, We believe that working people should run both the economy and society democratically to to meet human needs, not to make profits. Uh, They do uh, take advantage of IRS laws, uh, ironically. It's a 501c4 entity within the state of Minnesota. So... uh, Free market capitalism has delivered what Marx had long desired, shorter working hours and higher income. And they don't want that. <laughs> so there, were, somebody explain to me where the middle ground is, because I don't think it exists in this country. Uh, if, if you are so corrupted ideologically, if you're, if you're so, so soulless, that you're cheering on terrorists uh, despite their deeds of, uh, of such barbarism that they're indescribable. Uh, where, somebody explain to me how it's possible to have a middle ground. There's no more uh, negotiation between Hamas and Israel. How can there be? There has been for no. 75 years. What's this one going to result no, in? This, this is one or the other side's uh, total destruction is where we're headed here. Right. And when you say these people 
democratic socialists are cheering on the terrorists. What I'm hearing in my ears, my translation is they want to kill Jews. They yes. are promoting the hatred and the elimination of Jews, the final solution. That's what they're in favor of. Now, yesterday we were wondering who could possibly support Rashid Tlaib, and we looked up her congressional district in Michigan. Mm -hmm. What's your problem? No, I, I have audio if you'd like to from that. But is I'll it wait. from the rally? It is. And I'd like to hear it. But it's going to it's it's going to cause you to have a lengthy tirade, I believe. All right, then <laughs> let me pause for a moment. Okay. And tell you that it's garage. You know what season it is? Tis the season. Garage door season. Oh yeah. And I, I want you to put a new name in your uh, telephone closet, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. It's a whole GL family, and they really do great work, judging by the emails I've received. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. I guess they, they're commonly getting five-star Google ratings. They're really good people. I've met them. You don't just get the guy. You get the whole family, mm. a GL family. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They're, uh, they serve the metro in western Wisconsin, and they take care of everything, including if you need a new door. And now, for me, uh, I'm a little technologically uh, yeah, backwards. You know, don't sell yourself short, Joe. They'll, uh, they'll fix the opener and, you know, probably even coordinate it to the car if you got one of those home link deals. Sure they they know that. all that stuff. Uh, it's Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They fix garage doors correctly. Find them online at precisiondoormn.com, or you can call them directly at 612-263-6985. You are. Uh, Rook, mm -hmm. when we get ne towards the end of the next break, um, will you give me a Minnesota Masonic, please? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm trying to find out what the name of this guy is. He was one of the speakers. Um, give me a moment. Is it the Imam? No. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. Imam vows to burn Israel until its demise at this rally last night in Michigan. Rookie, look up, look up something for me. Do it. The uh, protest last night in Dearborn. One word. The uh, pro-Palestinian rally in Dearborn. I, I think it was held in the, you know, on a obviously held in a taxpayer paid for nice, you know, like convention center or something. I'd like to know where it was held. And rookie, as your brother from another mother, I would avoid Axel Foley references. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that. Right. <laughs> from a Dearborn hijacking. No, we're not going to do that. See, I knew he wasn't. Gonna be able to <laughs> I got it out of my system. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're going to use uh, hundreds Hang of on, people. Let me see Where are they? Way. The event was held at the Ford Community and Performing Art. Well, cut off here. See, that's something Henry might have been okay with. Well, well, <laughs> oh, God. Don't say that, okay? No. I thought I told you it was at the Ford Theater. Ford Community and or, Performing Arts Center. Center, sorry. Well, Ford theaters in Detroit. Henry Ford Ford a whole had a bit of a problem. That's true. With the Jews. That's in, and that's also in Detroit. And, uh, Rook, see if you can find the names of speakers. One of them was it. an imam. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hi. Uh, the name of the gentleman of the clip I'm about to play for you. Yeah. He is a Dearborn attorney and Palestinian-American activist, Amer Zar. 
Z-A-H-R. He was one of several speakers who ripped into Biden, Biden and the Democratic leaders at tonight's Dearborn rally for Palestine. All right, let me set it up and then play the audio. All let me, right. Let me just listen to this one in cue and see if it's any good. Hang on. Okay, yeah, that one is that one is clear enough. Um. Okay. Uh, hey, Ken. I'm working on it. Just two two more minutes. Okay. You know what? I think I can. I'll just wing it. Let's go. You sure? Okay. They're the yep. best. Yep. Let's go. Okay, we're ready. Um, give, me, give me just a moment. Okay. Flashlight. No. Nope. Yep. Got to roll. Yep. Flashlight. Check. Tool belt. Check. Attitude. Check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. So I got an email from a guy, uh, Robin, regarding seafoam. I have retrieved multiple push mowers off the curb in recent years, all of which weren't running. One dollop of seafoam in the tank, off they go. This stuff is a modern miracle for gasoline engines. I always have a can or two available just for such problems. One of these mowers has significant problems, and I was still able to get it started thanks to seafoam. Now, Robin, you're doing what my nephews, now seniors in high school, um, they've been doing this as a business, but they've taken it the business to the next level with seafoam. What they do, they revive and sell old lawnmowers like you and other two-stroke and four-stroke maintenance machines where... Before they started using seafoam, they'd tear the carburetor down, put a kit in, go through all that, spend a lot of time to get it running just right, and then they'd sell it. Now, when they use seafoam, seafoam nine times out of ten revives the machine. If seafoam doesn't get your machine, their machine going, they tear the machine down, sell it for parts, and make twice the money they would if the thing was running. So, I don't know, they owe seafoam money, that's all I know, because their business is entirely based on seafoam. If seafoam works, they make more money. If seafoam doesn't make work, they make even more money. It's amazing. Seafoam really, truly does work. Nine times out of ten for the uh, wrenching nephews. Seafoam in the carb, in the gas tank, it does the trick. And we even use it in the crankcases on four-stroke machines. It's truly a miracle for this rotten, rotten gas we have, seafoam. By the way, I'm sure there are Palestinians who don't hate Jews. There are. There are. Yeah. And, I mean, we could just say blanket it and say Muslims, too. But but not enough to construct a middle ground. Now, last or is it a case of the, 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 the higher outspoken percentage? Just get more attention. The, the noisy ones yeah. always get more attention. Yeah. Last night in Dearborn, Michigan, which is virtually the Detroit metropolitan area, there was a rally cheering on the Hamas attack with an imam who vowed to burn Israel until its demise. Uh, we have audio of this. It was held at the uh, what, Rook? The Ford? Ford Performing Arts. It's, it's their, um, their city... It's run by the Park and Rec. It was held at a nice building in Detroit that the taxpayers have to pay for and what have you. And many of them probably pay taxes to contribute to it. I don't know why I'm hung up on that. 
Uh, and we're going to hear an attorney who's a Palestinian American. Yes, sir. Well, named uh, because Mer- that's a pretty big rally to say, yeah, you come and use our venue. But a, but with a this nice, it's a nice venue. It's yes. where you, you know. So Amir Zar is the fellow you're going to hear from, right? And he was one of the one of several speakers that ripped into the Biden administration and Democratic leaders at tonight's Dearborn last night. Excuse me, Dearborn rally for Palestine. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> and they said, please save us, please save us, please help us defeat Trump. Joe Biden sits in that White House because of Arab Americans. They asked us to save America for Donald Trump. Now we are asking everybody to help us save Palestine from Joe Biden. But we don't need people like them because we have the truth. We have the truth. That is the most powerful thing that we all hold in this room today. If Martin Luther King were here today, he would say, free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. If Malcolm X were here today, he would say, free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. If Rosa Parks were here today, she would say, free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. Make no mistake, if Jesus were here today, he would say, free, free Palestine. I don't believe a word the guy said, and I think he's being terribly presumptuous. How do we know Rosa Park would be saying free, free yeah, Palestine? I don't think so. This is the other clip that I think you should listen to. He'll set it up for me. Uh, he he went, I don't know how long he spoke, uh, but he also made a comparison with Black Lives Matter and white supremacy. So don't let them get it twisted. This is not complicated. When you go to a Black Lives Matter rally, you see Palestinian flags. When you go to a white supremacy rally, you see Israeli flags. This is not complicated. When Zionists march down the street, they say death to Arabs. When we march down the street, we say free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. No, well, I, I can just that, too. He's just making shit up. Yeah, he's just... Uh, he. This guy's an idiot. Who is he? Well, why are we he's listening to him? He's a Palestinian attorney named Amir Zar. Oh, he happened to be one of the speakers last night in Dearborn. The point being, we were wondering how Rashida Tlaib has this contingency that that supports her. Well, we now know that that area is uh, well populated by people who are on her side. And the side they're on is one of the reasons there's no middle ground. The side they're on would, it would logically follow that America cannot, America cannot exist. Not under its current format. America cannot exist. Bringing us back to the mystery. The mystery is the attempt to bring about a country that you don't know or recognize, and it's the elimination of its traditions Oh, along and history. What else you're going to eliminate is the free speech to say free, free Palestine. Right. Uh, white supremacists hate Jews, by the way. Yeah. They hate Jews. Well, that guy was a liar uh, and a presumptuous one at that. I, I don't know where Martin Luther King would stand on this. I, I would hope that he would see that I can't support uh, barbaric terrorists. Uh, I I would agree. I, uh, that would be my guess as well. And he would say and treat everybody the same. You keep asking why and what and what. I, I'm I'm pretty confident I got the why. Well, 
But isn't the ultimate goal in any walk here division? There's so many different sections of government rule that want us divided, right? I think that's safe to assume, isn't it? The goal is to knock America off the block. The goal is to knock down America and create a society that isn't so damn difficult to live in. The goal is to bring about misery shared equally, which would be equity. Now, let's say that's brought about. But yet so many people are seeking America as its refuge, right? They're they're leaving these places to come here because of the freedom this country allows. Yeah, because it's still a country where it's a lot more comfortable to be despondent here than it is in, say, El Salvador. I'll see. So, uh... I lost my train of thought. Oh, he brought up Black Lives Matter. Uh, that's a phony organization. You're a sap if you still have your sign in your yard. Look up their look up what they're doing. They uh, they haven't done anything uh, to improve Black Lives, and they're completely affiliated at their highest corporate level with the with the uh, murdering terrorists. So there is no middle ground. There isn't any. And here you've got the. Uh, Democratic Socialists of America, uh, five council seats in Minneapolis, two in St. Paul. They don't represent me. Everyone in Minneapolis, uh, you know what they do? They have their pockets of support. They have the disaffected and the and the people with grievances and uh, uh, people who think life's unfair and people who think it's it's not right that the CEO makes X and the guy on the line makes this. They have those people in line. They're, that's why they're elected. But they're not representing many people in Minneapolis. Many people in Minneapolis should be asking themselves, does this city council purpose, uh, person really represent what I stand for? And, and the answer will be a surprisingly no if people would be honest with themselves. I've and if been, they're not honest with themselves and they don't turn this around, there is no hope for Minneapolis and St. Paul. Haven't you been asking yourself, I know I have over the last 48 or 36 hours, uh, about the people that voted for Ilhan Omar and the hate that she's spewing. Do they share her views on Jews and Israel? I would imagine so. Yes. Huh. I don't think she's fit to serve in Congress. I don't think Santos is fit to serve in Congress. Uh, I, I think, how did, how did it even come to pass that in this once great country, we have these complete lunatics in Congress? Lunatics on both sides. Because? Because they drip have cons- by drip. That's that's why they we were gaslighted. They have constituencies. Robin Wansley has constituents that that support her. They like what she's doing. They also want this country to be brought to its knees. Rook, not us. The people that voted for them were, and, and don't forget, a lot of those votes were cast just because they were a first minority woman. Right. Lesbian, right. Muslim, well, let's call fill in the it, blank. Yeah, let's call it, it what it is, Kenny. Ilhan Omar was elected out of white guilt. Seems that way to me. Uh, I have no proof of that, but it seems that way to me. These are people know. for whom the American flag triggers them. They're getting away with that BS. Oh, I'm triggered by your American flag. Go bleep yourself. Right. The country needs a massive go bleep yourself. And that American I, I, flag thing to me, Joe, doesn't make any sense. 
uh, no one side belongs to the American flag. The American flag brings all of us together. We're all here. You're my brother. It used to. Even if you vote completely opposite of me every single election, that flag is yours. That flag is mine. It's our country. When 9-11 occurred, the country was together for about seven minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay, if it happened again tomorrow... I com- I predict it would be a completely different reaction across the The numbers would be different. I would agree with you. Completely different reaction. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be a series of finger pointers. <clears throat> what, it would be. what if the before the show we were talking about the next terrorist attack on the United States? What if it's one of those sort of attacks? Millions and millions and millions of people have crossed our border and come into this country. They're spread out all over the United States. I think a terrorist attack in this country is inevitable. Whether it's organized or lone wolf, however it's brought about, the 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 sensationalism of what Hamas is up to is going to become a self fulfilling prophecy. Hmm. What in this country? I see it happening without any organization from the top, just insane morons going crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I would see that. lone wolf attacks definitely. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it, it would be more of these school-type shootings that we're now seeing in other areas, shopping malls, events, sporting events, et cetera, or et cetera. Boston Marathon. Boston, right, correct. Well, thanks for that uplifting note, Joe. Yeah. But you look at these city council people. They don't, they don't <laughs> represent what I believe. Not even remotely close. No. And as your theory goes, we're gonna we're gonna <clears throat> one day lament the loss of the likes of Rashid Talib, whoever, right? Because of but, who's gonna replace them? Yeah. Joe, what's upsetting to me is that what you just said. Uh, these people don't re- represent. Well, say it again. Say it again, so I can get. They back don't into represent it. anything I believe. Okay, in the past. We've had that in the past, but those two sides would get together, look each other in the eye, talk about it, find a solution that kind of makes both sides happy. We'd move on with our lives. We are no longer at that point. If they disagree with you, there is no talking to them. No, and that's why I continue to fear or believe there's no middle ground. Hmm. The chance for middle ground has been squandered. The failed academy has gotten away with too much. Lax DAs have gotten away with too much. But I can you can link this to, to virtually every news story you pick up. Do you guys recall the videos of the terrible looting in Philadelphia about sure. ten days ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, progressive Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner, who has been accused of being soft on crime, assured reports reporters in recent days that he will investigate the people involved uh, in an even-handed way. He believes that they're normally law-abiding people. Well, well, Larry, apparently they're not. <laughs> oh, so when they're not looting, they're they're just so, going yeah, to their day when job, they're, not they're stealing buying groceries. 50-inch sure. televisions, they're what? Stopping for red lights, so that makes <laughs> them law-abiding? 
They hit Apple stores, Rite Aids, Dunkin' Donuts. Philly police released more security cam footage this week to help identify more suspects. Kramer uh, said, we will look carefully to see see whether this is a one-off situation and they're fundamentally law-abiding people. We can hold them accountable one way or another or whether they are criminals and they're all talking about taking advantage of some sort of unrest for their own benefit. And they, if they do that, they'll be prosecuted another way. So in other words, he's he's another failed district attorney who uh, maybe he was uh, installed with George Soros money. I don't know. But Soros has been complicit in uh, supporting financially many of the DAs around the country who are just dreadful. I never saw his name come up in terms with uh, Mary Moriarty. Uh, I see there's a little backlash beginning in, in Minneapolis against her. Uh, okay. basically, dri- basically driven by the families who stand there with their jaws okay. dropped because they can't believe the sentence that the, they, uh, right. their kids killed and they can't believe that the guy who killed their kid is walking away. Well, that's all well and good. She just took office. No, I know. And she's not changing her tune. So, Joe, proof that you're right and that hope is lost, the universities are broken, and we can't go back, we'll never go back. The story with uh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett coming to the U and the protests and the outrage, and they Mm -hmm. don't want this lady to speak, they don't, meaning the people that are against her, they don't want to learn. They don't want to gain knowledge. They don't want to further their life. They don't want to know what the so-called, their words, enemy is up to. They want it easier. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it behoove them to go to the speech with a notebook or a recorder, take notes, learn everything you possibly can about the, their words, enemy, and then use that, further your education, make your brain bigger? They don't even want to face that. But they might have a better pen than their neighbor, which would suggest inequity. (laughs) <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. I do. You, I do. Yeah, yeah. Like my my father-in-law, rest in peace, Bill. He subscribed to Rolling Stone so he could, in his words, figure out what the enemy is right. up to. Right. <laughs> I mean, that right. was my, my my old man, old ass man, father-in-law, reading Rolling Stone. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Why don't we take a break and bring in? To settle us all down, (laughs) our newsman, John Haidt. We can do that. But prior to that, I want to tell you all about Minnesota Masonic Charities. I want to tell you how a great job they do. And earlier, remember, I was talking to you about how the Masons, there's so many Masons that you can't even name them all. You know, when Joe well, does, I would think not. I mean, you have well, to, you can't. But I mean, you got guys like George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, and it's true. Well, I thought you meant the current roster. No, you that'd can't be list, tough. Yeah, you can't It'd list be them like all. A phone Hell no, you can't list them all. Yeah. But they do want to be known at Minnesota Masonic Charity, so I want to make sure that you get the message out there. They'd prefer to be known for the Masonic Children's Hospital, the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain. Yes, caring for our elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington, which is a beautiful, beautiful campus. Do yourself a favor and get informed. Millions of dollars in scholarships for Minnesota students and unlocking communication for thousands of Minnesota children that are struggling to find their voice. 
How can you learn more? Well, you can go to mnmasoniccharities.org. If you do that, you are going to be well-informed. Now, I talked about some of those other uh, celebrities. How about this for diversity? Do you know that Mozart, John Wayne, Winston Churchill, Shaq, yes, Shaquille O'Neal, were all or are all Freemasons. That is your next Masonic history lesson, folks. The list is going to continue. Know they do well, but learn more about them because you will get informed at mnmasoniccharities.org. 59.60. Not a Garage Logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. Well, and she's really well noted in her circle. She did Ninth Street Ladies about all the obscure female artists in the world. What? Yeah. She lives in a cottage in Ireland. I mean, she's a cool character. I remember wow. hearing about that. It's like yeah, we just boy. Hit play. What, oh. When did we talk about Jesus? It was last when week. Talk, one day, Joe. When did we talk? When did we talk about this? A week ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. A week ago. Uh, just talk to her not. about the book. Talk to her about Madonna. Uh, Thanks for those tips. You thought she did horrible. <laughs> Had a great voice. I thought she was how high school. Ask her about Hamas. Brooke, what other tips would you give Joe about the interview? Ask her about those pointers, those tin, the oil cans, the reverse funnels. Oil Where did she get that idea? Yeah. It's like, you know what? She's gonna fit in just fine here. Oh, she's she'll she, get she gets whatever it is. She gets it. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at GarageLogic.com. Thanks for those tips. Yeah, you gotta ask her. (laughs) You gotta ask her? I'm gonna ask. That was funny. Oh, come on. Oh, come on, Johnny Cake. I wonder how many people have tried to take selfies with the uh, sick raccoons in Burnsville. Oh, God. Plenty. (laughs) You know, tried to pet them, bring them into the house. Now, raccoon, you be nice. Oh, raccoon, you're eating my finger. Stop, Stop it, it, raccoon. raccoon. Stop it. Bear. That's who's voting for Ilhan Omar. Yep. The bear ki- <laughs> kayak yep. lady. Yep. Uh, Chris, I, take I, a break I, I or wish... no? Oh, sorry. Uh, Are we on break? We're not on the air right now. Gotcha. Hang on. Let me just double check, Johnny, and I'll get you an answer shortly. Gotcha. Um, No, we don't need to take a break. No break? Okay. No. Okie fanokie. And death to America. No, no break. John, do you have the Henderson story? I don't. <clears throat> okay, uh, no, then don't. Don't I didn't know if you were going to have it or not because I Henderson, used it for my Minnesota. Hofferman. Yep, Hofferman Henderson, Water. Ricky Henderson, Henderson, Minnesota, Mama. So my mom throws at baseball <laughs> for me. Baseball. Joe, I'm guessing by your non-reaction to my brilliant Garage Logic Studebaker pickup uh, idea that uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> I that, ain't driving around the countryside in some piece of shit pickup truck. That thing goes. <laughs> I think you missed. Everything that thing goes on the back of a flatbed. It's a runner, but for our stage, at these appearances we do. Okay, I do like that idea. Yeah, we're tailgating. It's a set piece. So how are you going to get it into for me? How are you going to get it like, into the Chan like Hansen I said? Dinner theater? Like I said, if you can't accommodate the little Studebaker pickup, 
that we you don't can, appear there. You can't accommodate GL because right. we are big time. That's so, right. So we wouldn't drive Studebaker. <sighs> That's right, John. We, <laughs> would, trailer, we trailer. wouldn't drive Studebaker truck. <laughs> Who owns it? It was just a random shot. That was just a, you know. Oh, I, I thought you actually had access no, to it. No, I was going through um, Facebook Marketplace and thought, oh, look at this cool Studebaker. Where is it? Uh, On Facebook Marketplace. Somewhere in there. Somewhere <laughs> here in the somewhere state. On Twitter. And then I thought, well, we should have our guy Mark Trenberth logo that thing up with GL stuff. Mm -hmm. And the idea just came from there. Well, I like the idea. You set it up as a tailgating thing. Rookies on the burgers, fixing stuff. We're sitting around. John's got his guitar. And that's our set piece. I can stand. Well, I, I think it's fantastic. Uh, get, buy the truck. <laughs> Call him and buy it. <clears throat> I will. And uh, Dan will reimburse you. <laughs> okay. Got that, we'll Dan? Do. <laughs> Are we ready? I am. All right. I'm going to do an ad here. Oh, good. 5960. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Souchere. Dateline. Henderson, Minnesota. Are you listening to Isn't me? Isn't that the home of the car show? It is, but that ended at the end of September, oh. which you another summer come and gone, and you didn't make your way down there on a Tuesday I'm night. I'm a poor planner. That's all right. Uh, they need to get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water. Apparently, their water is so bad. How, How bad, bad is, is it? it? Fox 9 did a story this morning, and uh, people are afraid to bathe in said water. That's not a problem at my house, because I had the best installed. Connecticut and Hofferman Water... They'll take care of you, Henderson, Minnesota, so get in touch with them today. 952-894-4040. You can also visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. You get that new system installed, your showers are better. So is your laundry and, of course, your drinking water. It's also Chris, going to protect your appliances, Ken. Is it true? I've heard a rumor. Is it true that they can actually turn water into wine? That, I would like to shower in red wine. That is the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge special system that Jim has to offer. So. <laughs> Make sure you ask for Jim when you call Hofferman Water. He'll take care of you. But please, they've been taking care of the great state of Minnesota for over 50 years. They've been proud supporters of the Garage Logic podcast for a while now. Let them know that you heard about them here on the GL podcast. Here's John Height. Thank London. you, Joe. Madrid. Oh, Bangkok. Oh, thank you. No. Moscow. No. The well, Twin Cities. Uh -uh. From the four 60. corners of the world. No. From the news capitals Matt. at home yeah. Stop. and abroad. Oh, I love this. Today's Matt. headlines brought into focus the Almost issues done. and events that shape our time. Garage Logic, the information beacon of Minnesota, now. presents Jump ahead in the, the copy, John Height News Experience. Here we cup go. Of coffee. Oh, commentary from one of journalism's most trusted voices. Five-time winner of the Gopher Newshawk Award. Now, with run all the news drink. fit yeah. to broadcast, here's John Hyde. All right. Turn it up, baby. Yes, it uh -huh. is. Yes, yes, it is. Unfortunately, John Hyde passed away. These sports. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mishki killed me once, and now you have too. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Did Mishki kill all of you guys? Uh, numerous times. Killed okay. me. I got Rook? killed in a car crash. I don't know that he tried to kill my career a couple times <laughs> when I filled in, but... Sports note to start things off, Twins need a win to stay alive tonight in the American League playoffs uh, yesterday. Let's, let's turn to both Height and Reavers, the resident baseball experts, uh, without being smarmy, okay. smarmy. or cynical. Is that possible? Uh, 
appraise their chances. Let's go to John Hyde first. I uh, I only reason I sort of like their chances is Houston's not exactly throwing a great pitcher against them, but Joe Ryan is throwing a boy Alvarez. I just see some weird at bats there, and there could be a couple home runs by the Astros, but I'm hoping also there could be some home runs by the Twins. So I'm looking wow. for a slugfest. How's that? Why has Ryan you, not pitched for 12 days? They've had better options. Okay, John. But, that was a really good answer if you were running for office. Who's going to win? Uh, I'm going to go with the Twins. I'm going to say you. the Twins are going to win 8 to 6. How's that? John oh, Height. Wow. Right, that's Thank John Height, 8 to 6. Twins, Chris Reavers. I agree with John's initial assessment in that Houston's not throwing their best option. They're saving Verlander for game five. Um, I don't like the Twins' chances tonight. However,. The team that has the most to lose often plays the hardest. So I would say the Twins mm-hmm. have obviously much more urgency mm-hmm. in tonight's ball game. Well, urgency, it's obviously That's it's what I'm do saying. or die. But Houston knows at the back of their head, if we lose tonight, we still can go home and clinch it anyway. I think in yeah, order to you be... have to face Pablo. Yeah. In order Sanucas. to be uh, fair here, you have to ask Kenny and Matthew. I'll go first, Ken, um, Matthew. I'll let you do cleanup here. Okay. Um, as a uh, lifelong Twins really? fan, and I uh, only... <clears throat> I only watch uh, the games with the sound down because I don't need to know what's going on. I just need to see it. Uh, I'm going to say tonight is a blowout. The Twins win wow. 12 to 2. Wow. Matthew, you wow. have the floor. All right. Uh, I don't like to normally break it down, but I think that this evening game, this evening's game, the uh, the PBI is going to be up there. Uh, the uh, the BBs and the PBR, the one B, the two B, and the three B are all going to be in that box score, and you might see uh, several uh, HRs, which indicates <laughs> Kent Herbeck, which indicates home runs. I have win. never in my get into I the steam zone. In my I've followed baseball since I was about five years old, yeah. and I'm old now. I've never heard anybody refer to the bases as one B, two B, and three B in my no. life. In the What's very weird four B. Four B. Uh, I don't think there is. That's HP. The HP. If you see that they get a, a one B or a two B, that indicates. How many bases they yes, achieved a single in that? Or, a single or double, Correct. we call it. Correct. Yeah. But yeah. you can't put that in the paper. That's no. too much. Here's John Height. So wow. she chose it baseball <laughs> for me. Thank you. Uh, by the way, that is a night game. If you missed yesterday, the o'clock, John. Six oh seven. Six oh seven. Because the Baltimore showed nothing. Lifeless yeah. in three games showed nothing. Yeah, but they're as their manager pointed out. Watch out the next few years because they oh, are young, yes. and I think they'll be hungry. Right. Okay, now to news. Uh, Kenny, uh, not Kenny, Joe already mentioned this, Ken Martin, the head of the chair of the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party, publicly criticizing a statement from that group of uh, Democratic Socialists. Martin said the Twin Cities chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America released, quote, a garbage anti-Semitic statement following Hamas's invasion of Israel over the weekend. He was responding to the DSA's statement of solidarity with Palestine, which condemned Israel and called for justice for Palestinian relatives. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry also criticizing the DSA in a statement released yesterday, calling it appalling, saying it's an erasure of innocent Israelis that have been murdered and of the genocide carried out against Jews for millennia. 
Meanwhile, in the Middle East, Israel today forming an emergency unity government as it continues to hit Gaza to root out Hamas and deploying forces north of the densely populated Palestinian enclave where the terrorists said they were still fighting after their cross-border assault. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu agreeing to form a war cabinet with former defense minister and centrist opposition leader Benny Gantz and focus entirely on the conflict. U.S. President Biden condemning the surprise weekend attack yesterday on populated areas as sheer evil. He issued a warning seemingly aimed at its Iranian supporters. Israel's death toll rose from uh, rose to 1,200, with over 2,700 wounded, according to its military. Black Lives Matter chapters in Indianapolis and Chicago drawing sharp bipartisan criticism for praising the actions of Hamas. In a- The Black Lives Matter Indianapolis organization retweeted a post from the U.S. Palestinian Community Network praising, quote, the heroic Palestinian people and their right to resist their racist, white, supremacist, land-stealing, Zionist occupiers. Black Lives Matter Chicago did more of the same, showcased its support by posting a picture of a paratrooper with a Palestinian flag that captioned, I stand with Palestine, that appeared to endorse the attack by Hamas in which terrorists slaughtered innocent attendees of a music festival by parachuting down into the area, uh, killing at least 260 people in that area alone. It's a busy year for school bond refer- uh, school bond referendums. Having problems talking today. Uh, here in Minnesota, 65 school districts have requested voter support to fund the building of new schools and upgraded technology and security in 2023. That would be the highest number of school bond referendums since 2017, according to the Minnesota School Boards Association. 21 were decided earlier in the year, leaving 44 referendums totaling more than $2 billion on the ballots in November. Four districts are requesting more than 100 million each the biggest price tags coming from the osseo and stillwater school districts in that order that's enough (laughs) anoka county sheriff's office and friendly police still asking for info regarding a fatal pedestrian crash that took place in december it happened december 16th calvin garen of fridley was found on the ground near the 6,000 block of East River Road Northeast and declared dead at the scene. Investigators determined that Garen had been struck by a vehicle that left the scene of the crash. Uh, police are asking anybody if they were a witness of the crash or know anything to uh, call either the Anoka County Sheriff's Office, Fridley Police, or Crime Stoppers with information. Downtown Council in Minneapolis announced yesterday Holidazzle will not take place this holiday season. They don't have enough money. The statement, the council said they tried every avenue to come up with the funds to do it, but it just didn't happen. They did say it's a one-year absence. They do plan to be back in 2024. That's very telling. They're saving their nickels for next year. Well, they don't have any nickels. It's very telling. Uh, That was a very popular event. Yep. It brought a lot of people downtown. See, Trump would say a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people like. A lot of people. A lot of people liked it, Santa. That's right. And now there isn't anybody they can go hit up for the dough. Yes, you in the back. Um, I was going to do the actual word. Isn't this a safety issue? Big time. Uh, <laughs> when you have be. that many people down there, though. No, th- as, in, as was... in we're we're citing money, but it's the fact that no one wants to go. Reavers, you are more than willing to die on that hill, aren't you? Well, right? 
Well, I don't disagree, but I'm just sick of the argument. Oh, okay. I I think that factors in, but I just don't think they have any businesses to go hit up for money. I guess you're explaining my point. Well, well, Chris, it's going pretty well with the ball team and all the people in town. Get in their car, drive to the ramp, go to the game, get back in their car, and go to the suburbs. (laughs) They they did the taste of Minnesota, though, remember? And that drew huge crowds. Okay, you're right. Nope, you're right about that. That Yeah, you know what? Did we ever talk about that after the event? No, because we're on vacation. It went pretty well, (laughs) didn't it? I think they canceled because they hate Christ and Christmas. Yes! Down with it! Oh, my God! The city of Minneapolis is... We may have to cancel Christmas! (laughs) That might be the earliest reference. That might be the earliest reference. October October 11th. But they still have theater shows down there. That's still popular. Lick it. Let's let's decide. I'm not going to lick it. Lick what? Let's decide to take it. more than that. Why don't we just believe the guy? They don't have any money. Uh, Because they're not hitting up the right people. There aren't any people. The community council for Minneapolis has got to... There has to be some... There's no community council for Minneapolis. It's got to come together, Rook. Or down council. Just drop it. They're not having holly dazzle anymore. (laughs) They've got to come together, Matthew. Both sides have to reach an agreement. There's no middle ground. I expected this to be a two or three line story, and it turned into the biggest story of the news. Joe, along the same lines, what would you do to save Nicolette Mall, the always failing Nicolette Mall? Bring back Mary Tyler Moore to walk down it. I say we just turn it into a regular street and get on with our lives. A lot of people like the Christ. He helped blind people. He would. uh, They did not have the white canes to walk. Amongst the uh, Jerusalem, a lot of people don't the like Easter them. Bunny hopping. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, okay. It's, it's okay. getting there. It's, it's getting, getting, there. There. getting there. A lot of people don't little like lower my voice, a little lower voice, or more nasal too. Even though Caliendo said no nasal, I thought I hear nasal. I think, in Trump. I think there's nasal. And, and I love now that he's got one foot in prison that you're finally working on an impersonation. <laughs> That's going to go away I mean, any day. He's now. almost gone. A lot of people like Mr. Dober, Ben, my <laughs> 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 roommate. Oh my God. It's not there, but you're doing fine. I don't want to give you a complex. He's but it's there, buddy. It's, no, yeah. If you post uh, in your house. car. Well, that was a little, you slip into that Chinese. No, that was there. more Jamaican. That was yeah, a little bit Jamaican. Yeah, man. No, man. No, this is a Jamaican man. Oh, my God. Welcome House to Jamaica, man. Have a nice day. House Republicans headed into a speaker election today without much clarity on how long it'll take to agree on a new leader. Do you have a girlfriend named Wendy, too? No, it said, welcome to Jamaica, man. Have a nice day. <laughs> Sowing <laughs> oh, uh, uncertainty yeah. about a lot of people like Wendy. I wish that we had uh, behaving raccoons. People like Wendy, <laughs> our raccoons don't behave. Okay, you're John, doing. Go, Dr. You got to push. You're doing Doctor Evil. You're doing Doctor Evil. Raccoons, one million raccoons, one million. <laughs> 
Anyway, Republicans headed into the speaker election today. Not a lot of clarity on who might be their new leader. We don't even have a fucking Congress. Well, Scalise's been nominated, but they still have to vote. And according to the folks, they're not really sure. Tom Massey of Kentucky came from last night's closed-door meeting and said there's about a 2% chance that many members have any views about their preferred candidate. The two running are Steve Scalise of Louisiana, who, as Kenny said, uh, has now been nominated this morning to be House Speaker, but they have to vote on it. Uh, he is running against Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan of Ohio. The drama is playing out as the government operates under temporary funding to expire after November 17th. Uh, both Scalise and Jordan said in the meeting that the House will probably have to pass another temporary measure to fund the government because of lost time in negotiating annual spending plans. Kenny, what do you think the people of Burnsville are doing if they see a an oddly behaving. Uh, I think they're trying to get selfies. If they have any common sense whatsoever, (laughs) they'd pick that thing up and pet it, put it, cradle it like a little baby and bring it into the house. Take care of it. It's a cutie pie. Look at you. It's drooling. It's drooling, but we don't mind that. It's drooling blood. Oh, we can And foam. Foam and blood. Let's bring it to the vet and spend 10 grand. (laughs) Come on. Speaking of disarray in the U.S. House, Representative George Santos indicted yesterday on new federal charges, including conspiracy, wire fraud, aggravated identity theft, and credit card fraud. Just days after his former campaign treasurer pleaded guilty and admitted to much of the conduct, prosecutors alleged that Santos, an ex-campaign treasurer Nancy Mark, submitted false financial reports to the FEC, included in these new charges. He took personal credit card information from folks who gave him money for his political campaign, used those numbers to run up their bills. Why can't, uh, doesn't Congress have any means of getting rid of him? Yeah, sure. Well, then use those means and get rid of him. Can't they censure? God almighty. Why is this cycle in there? John, I've always wanted to do that. If I could just get my hands on a list. Of credit card numbers? Yeah, think of the things you could buy. It'd be so fun. Kenny, that wouldn't be honest. Well, I'm a democratic socialist, so it doesn't matter. All right. (laughs) We have a Twitter feud involving a senator. Uh, Tommy Tuberville reported former CIA director Michael Hayden to the Capitol Police last night. Apparently, the former general tweeted suggesting the lawmaker should be removed from the human race. In a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, asking if the senator should be removed from the Senate Armed Services Committee due to placing holds on military promotions, Hayden responded saying, how about the human race? Tuberville characterized the tweet as promoting politically motivated assassination. Hayden doubled down his take in another post then Tuesday saying, I was surprised to wake up this morning and discover that many mega nuts had lost their minds over my suggestion that Coach Tuberville not be considered a member of the human race. I stand by that view. I'm wishing you all a nice day. Tuberville has come under fire from current and former military leaders over his hold on military promotions that began in February. It's a protest of the Pentagon policy that covers travel expenses for service members who are seeking abortion care. Uh, Speaking of Twitter, or X, if you will, a European regulator has issued Elon Musk a warning about the spread of illegal content and disinformation on X. Failure to comply with the European regulations could cost Musk and the company 6% of their annual revenue. 
European Commissioner of the Internal Market said in a letter addressed to Musk on Tuesday, his office has indications that groups are spreading misinformation and violent and terrorist content on X and urged the billionaire to respond within a 24-hour period. That was about 21 hours ago. Frontline had uh, two hours last night on why Musk bought Twitter and mm-hmm. how. And What'd you learn? I didn't. Uh, I just uh, clicked to it occasionally. Uh, and every time I clicked to it, somebody was saying how addicted Musk is to tweeting. That hmm. He, hmm. he really lives for that. Okay. And, uh, other than that, I didn't. Uh, I was, there were too many ball games on. Got it. If, if I was Elon Musk and I ran Twitter, the only person I would allow on Twitter would be Super 70 Sports. Fair. And if you want to join Twitter, you can, but you can only comment on things that has been, that have been said on Super, Super 70, 70 Sports. Sports. The gospel of Super yeah, 70 yeah. Sports. Yeah. Yeah, yep. th- that would be 100 that would be my Twitter. Just that guy Ricky Cobb. Yep, any political comments, any racist comments and you're immediately thrown off. Right. Your your yep. comments gone. Yep. Oh, you can direct him at Ricky like why do you have to swear so much or what <laughs> does that have to do with sports? And then you're going to have to take abuse from Ricky because uh-huh. he's going to have you for lunch. Yep. Yeah. Six we're point. all going to eat our popcorn and watch. <laughs> we're all just going to be sitting there, go, man, go, go, go get them. <laughs> A 6.3 magnitude earthquake is shaking western Afghanistan just days after two quakes of the same magnitude left more than 1,200 people dead. The quake hit 17 miles northwest of Herat, according to the United States Geological Survey. No details were immediately available on the impact of the quake, which hit at 1241 in the morning on Wednesday. It was followed by a 5.0 magnitude quake in the same general area a few minutes later. A musician death, country multi-instrumentalist Buck Trent has died. Uh, even if you think you don't know Buck, you probably do. He was mostly known for his banjo playing, but excelled with other stringed instruments too. And if you uh, saw him, you'd remember his bubbly, funny personality. He was a member of Bill Monroe's Bluegrass Boys and of Porter Wagner's Wagon Masters. And why you might know him, he was also heavily featured on Hee Haw, often sitting with Roy Clark <laughs> and playing the banjo. Is that when they told jokes? I do know him. Turns yes, he's a very good banjo player. Played on lots of records through the years. A studio guy, including Dolly Parton's signature tune, Jolene. After Hee Haw, he became a staple in Branson, Missouri, performing as a solo act and accompanying a lot of musicians who came through town. He was also a featured player for over a half dozen years on the Marty Stewart Show. He would be on several times per season, just sitting in with lots, uh, lots of guests and with Marty and the fabulous superlatives. Buck Trent was 85. No cause of death was given. John, how do they... How do they play so fast, John? I, I don't know, Kenny. It's just you remarkable. About banjo players or, yeah, it's or remarkable guy, watching Have them. you ever heard of a guy named Joey Manorino? I've Joey, Joey Manorino. Joey Manorino. Hey, Joey. Hey. 385,000 followers. He advises conservative candidates. The leader of Hamas just called for a global day of jihad this Friday. Do not leave your homes that day unless there is an emergency. Avoid public transit. Avoid airplanes. Avoid public events. But that's that's social media for you, which is why I don't like it, because I don't know how much faith to put in something now, like that. Now, you, you put that in, and I will enter this from Super 70 Sports one hour ago. You get enough nicotine percolating in your system, and pretty soon it's all about crossbows and bosoms. <laughs> and it's America. a picture. It's a America. picture with a guy. Uh, it's a, a Newport cigarette ad, yeah. and he's got his hand, arm. He's standing behind a gal. 
He's got his arm around the front of her. He's grabbing her right bosom. Yep. And in Ooh. his other hand is a big giant bow. Yeah. As in bow and arrow Robin Hood. Right. Thank you. Yeah. That's all we want. That's all I that's want it. from Twitter. I, that's that's it. Way to stand up for American values. Maybe the occasional nipple, too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing a nipple or two. Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, this is kind of a, a sweet story. See? A now, wait a second. Story. I'm being wait, shown the wait, picture. John. Wait, John. Oh, yes. He's got his hand on her bosom. He does. Well, now you get I'm enough have nicotine percolating in your system, and pretty soon it's all about crossbows and titties. <laughs> well, see, the, see, that's, that's oh, this why we can't I, run Burgundy him because he'll see, say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah, exactly what it said. There's I should have done that. There's a I? gal upstairs who really doesn't like I'm that. I'm sorry word. I used that word, but that's what the ad shows. <laughs> that's for, a notation for, for an edit. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Newport yeah. Six. Thanks for showing me that rookie and yeah, getting me in trouble. Good, good to search. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does, Newport? doesn't he? You so, know, so, I never liked so. the menthols. Hmm. Oh, you are something else. Who put the question mark in the teleprompter? <laughs> I just. I thought I thought I was I repeating what Kenny said. I saw it coming down Highway 61 too, and I thought, ah, he'll he'll you're, step over that. Still, he'll there. edit himself. He, sure, very well. He's got he's he'll got jump the curve. He'll, yeah. he'll, 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 he'll save himself. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll no, be I guess he didn't. Right. He crashed he's again. Thing, the word yeah. as a, as a new bit on this show. Every day, somebody type up something with a word and hand it to him. We should see if he catches it. No, that stems from rookie saying. In the queue and the talk back during the radio is turn on channel five. And That's he true. puts on yeah. Maury Povich or whatever, yeah. and there's yeah, the, the babies. babies. He's in the middle of a segment and he Okay, yep. Made the best up, didn't it? Yeah, See? It did. Well, my favorite with him is we could Why when, am I being spoken about in the third person? Are you in the, the room, Joe? Back, Are you in the with room? the talk back, we would whisper something in his ear and he would he would <laughs> respond to us on the air. Okay. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> take a break in thirty seconds. Okay. Right. <laughs> or he'd stop. Uh, <laughs> Hit the, the best dummy. The best TV yeah. viewing though was on Saturday morning sports talk. And Rook, you you'll agree with this. I think whenever G Auto was on. You, Pat, we lost oh, Pat yeah. and Joe. Pat and Joe we were, were gone for half the show. How about those twins? Is she making biscuits and gravy or what's I, going on? I could have read a news story that said the world is ending in a half an hour. They wouldn't have cared. They could have uh, cared less. Looks like she has the uh, plunging. Uh, <laughs> looks like he's bringing in a moose, Pat. Yeah. Well, that, was, moose. that was the, what's her name? That right was after the contest. The big girl. The barefoot yeah. contest. brought in a whole moose to cook. This is Giada and then the barefoot contest yeah. every Saturday. Well, we love them cooking shows. Well, I like when that Giada mixes up that bowl. <laughs> <laughs> We put it on morning TV or what? Uh, I'm glad she doesn't have a power mixer. She likes to do it herself. And finally, in the news, we need more mixing on this show. What happened to mixing? We need more mixing. I don't like. Uh, what did you say? She didn't have. I don't like power mixers. Yeah, yeah. Unplug it. Come on, you to show us something. What you got? Finally, in the in the news, a, a charming story, a, a sad story, but still somewhat charming. Dorothy Hofner, the 104-year-old Chicago woman whose recent skydive might see her enter the Guinness World Records book as the oldest person to ever jump from a plane, has died. She had old battle axe that jumped out of a plane. Yeah, that was like last, last week. week. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, what killed her, apparently. Right. Uh, 
Hoffner's close friend, Joe Conant, said she was found dead Monday morning by staff at the Brookdale Lakeview Senior Living Community. Conant said Hoffner apparently died in her sleep Sunday night. With a smile uh, on her face. Yeah, several years ago, he was working as a caregiver for another resident at the Senior Living Center, and he said that's when he met her, said she had amazing energy, and uh, if you missed it, October 1st, she made a tandem skydive that could land her in the record books as the world's oldest skydiver at the age of 104. She skydove, is that a word, skydove, 13,500 feet in Chicago. What What if she would have died in midair? Yeah. That would have been bad. With that but guy tell me this, John, to her I'm back. a little puzzled by something. Uh, yes, sir. It, 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 there's not a lot of 104-year-old people doing this. They haven't established this yet? Apparently, they're working on it. They have to What, what, what needs everything. to be verified here? <clears throat> right. From I what swear. I hear, she wanted to be strapped to him facing him, but they wouldn't allow that. <laughs> <laughs> the current record is set by a 103-year-old. Alpha, alpha. Quite feisty. <laughs> you know, when you're 104, oh, you can damn near see anything because all bets are off because she had a wonderful long life. Yep. She was a badass. Yep. That's what she was. See, you know what she had? Batitude. Attitude. Yep. A lot of people have an attitude. She had a bad attitude. For the, what's the sound by Rick? Oh, scratch my legs. Uh, Dang it. Uh, no, you know, you can't find those. No. That's their, uh, Somebody deleted it. old lady? Up. They're locked okay. up. Thank you very much, John. You're yeah. welcome. What is it called? Old lady? You want to be strapped face first. Right. That's good line, terrible. Kenny. That's Kenny, that's a good terrible. line. Legs wrapped around him. Raccoon. Oh, do I enjoy it? Oh, sure. I stretch my legs, my hands. Well, a lot of good it does us now. My toes. Well, I didn't know what it was labeled. What's it labeled? Old lady. Old lady. Geez, that would have been tough to find. <laughs> Chris, you're the oh, only guy I know. You get in trouble for, you know, just sitting there, basically. Yeah, Chris, you're in trouble again. <laughs> you said the T word on the show. Oh, so what? Jenny hates that word. Well, why, I'm sorry. Why do you think I always say bosoms? Uh, she's it's not one, even in the country. So. It's for one person's benefit. Oh, Rook, is that yeah. box of Kleenex over there somewhere? It is not. Behind Reavers over his right <laughs> arm. <clears throat> and you know what she would say to you? She would say, Joe, I expect better from right. you. She's not mad. She's disappointed. Yep. Oh, I had to say that to William the other day. William, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. That you That's put your word. nose right into the microphone. I think you got most of them. <laughs> How's that look? Pretty good? St. Thomas UST just did a... Uh... Hey, St. Thomas, did they beat St. Cloud in hockey? Probably. Yes, They're good this year. They did. They just did a spring. Well, it's exhibition. <laughs> they just did a big article on the what boys. The, the entrepreneur Tommy. All right. Somebody just sent me that. If you like killing people, could oh. you go over to Ukraine or... Gaza, Israel, just start helping out. Well, that, that's called being a mercenary, and there are such folks. All they like to do is kill people. They Apparently. don't care. How about on the other end? Did you guys see the thing about the former Israeli general, 61 yes. years old? 
What yes, a badass. The, the liberal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the liberal, exactly. I didn't oh, want yeah. to bring that up. 61. 61. That's not oh, old. my God. What a great story. Yep, that yep. was cool. Didn't have Again, to do it. I only saw it via social media. Did you guys see it somewhere else? <laughs> Score yeah, but, one for Reavers. But, but to get to it, you had to go through four things that weren't true. So, yeah. Wait, Score oh, one for Johnny. <laughs> And then a couple anti-Semitic comments from Musk, hey. and then you know. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Who's uh, the guy with the stray cats? What's Brian? Brian Sensen? Sensen. That's Brian. Why yeah. did he choose to live in Minneapolis? He's from here, isn't he? No, no, he's not. He, he's he from, lives here now. He, his wife is from here. Oh, because oh. I was going to say he has enough money to live where it's warm. Yeah, his wife is from here. He he posts a lot of stuff on Twitter you would like on Twitter, Joe, that you like because he has a lot of bikes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And he, in summer, he's always taking them out. I like to bring this on. This song will make you move. I love this song. Cindy. Cindy. Slapping that bass. Is he a good guitar player? He's a incredible guitar player. Is he a monster? He is a monster. That's, have you ever heard him with his big band? No. Oh, God. Yeah, play, I have, I guess. He can play jazz. He can play rockabilly. He can play normal rock. He can play the blues. You name it. He can do it. Okay, Chris, that's that's enough. No, that's not enough. You could mosh to this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, they played with all the punk bands when they first came out. Do you want to know a fun fact about this song? Apparently not. Uh, Jailers, uh, cue the mayor's meltdown in three, two, one. Hey, Joe, do you want to know a fun fact about this song? Sure. Um, in the first ever Twin Cities Dancing with the Celebrities, oh, this God. was the song I danced to. I took second place. I would have a heart attack before the first verse is over. You really got to shake your ass with this song. I got to say, that was back when I was still in really good shape. Who was your partner? Uh, Nandina from Arthur Murray's Dance Studio. And she is a badass. She's really cool. Why do you win such an event? My Talk 107.1. I, I lost uh, to freaking Julia. She's a short one. Yes. I played in many oh, bands no. this song, and people always did the cool dances to it. You know, they uh, yep. swinging and spinning. And That's what we did. We did a swing it's dance. It's basically polka dancing sped way the hell up. Yes. I, I can do that. Good. That's I good. grew up stomping on the How much fireball was necessary? Uh, back then, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's yeah. go here. Let's go here. I think Joe's ready. Joe's ready. Oh, um, oh, no. Rookie. Hey, the hardware store one is gone. I'll get you. Uh, well, no, you won't because you'll forget. Can you give me an escape <laughs> as we bump back? Yeah. 
How about the hardware store I'm, one? I'm working on it, Joe. The hardware store. Where would you one. like it? Here you know. Over here. Okay. <laughs> right, right here. Right Hard. Here. Make it hurt. Neck, oh, I see it. I see I'm it. Paying extra. It moved. Here's a man who spends uh, hours in hardware stores, the one I want. sifting through the yeah. nuts and bolts of life. It's already Joe here. Sushere. It's here. I just played it. You didn't. Here's a man who spent. See, I got it. It's time to play Love in a Hardware Store. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. What the is. hell? <laughs> I love that game. Okay. I wonder about those raccoons, how they're doing. That's what I want. I want to live in Why does it sound like Royce's in my septic tank, though? Because we did it for the fair, yeah. Let's go here. Hardware store. (laughs) Cue the talent. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. It's time to play Love in a Hardware Store. (laughs) You know, uh, we... That's almost frightening. (laughs) I love that. He should really go on a cruise with me. Oh, he's oh, the God. game of flaws in that, Croatia oh, with the DA and Patrick. Oh, oh, How relaxing brilliant. would that be? It would be a reality show. Plus, let's let's face it. If he went, he'd fill up the second boat. You know, the first boat. I'm in hell. <laughs> Get me off of this thing. Hey, uh, where's the uh, fishing hut? What time does the buffet open? We're gonna clean some fish here at uh, Croatia. We're gonna that's our tour today. We're gonna clean them up and uh, have a shore lunch. Clean some fish. Uh, you can go to Croatia with a group called Escape With Us Vacations. My sisters Teresa and Maria do a fantastic job in the travel industry. But they also do their homework. So they've been on this cruise before. They know exactly what's fun, what you have to skip, and they knowledge is power, right? So go to EscapeWithUsVacations.com. This cruise is going to be next July. Eight-day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik, July 14th to July 21st, 2024. So you've got time to save up some money, and you have time to do your research. Brush up in your Croatian. We're going to take the Adriatic King and the Adriatic Queen out, and we're going to cruise up and down the shore of Croatia with uh, very, very well-thought-out stops. If you'd like to see the itinerary and everything that's included in the price, go to Escape With Us Vacation and click on the icon. If you want to go old school or maybe you just want to book another trip, you should use a travel agent, especially Escape With Us Vacations, 651 788-4338. We'll see you on the shores of Croatia. Jim Wolf, who helped us define, or in fact he defined, Sensum's Razor, he writes, in an effort to improve on my original version of Sensum's Razor, I am making an attempt to condense it further. Uh, Sensum's Razor Condensed, intentionally disguising one's self-serving ideological agenda as public good by ignoring sound common sense values, especially by those in the political class. Hmm. That's pretty good. It's just as long. I don't think so. Yeah, the absence of sound common sense related to those within the political class who advance public... Sorry about that. Grain cart going by. Uh, political class who advance public matters, which are disguised as something for the greater good, but in actuality are for their own personal and ideological benefit. Yeah, Jim's right. It does need a little trimming. Well, he but... just trimmed it. You... I, I, no, try again, Jim. 
Uh, intentionally disguising one's self-serving ideological agenda as public good by ignoring sound common sense values, especially by those in the political class. Okay. Uh, I'm going to save this, too. It is his bit. You need to forward that to me, though, so I can I can. Sensum's razor. I need to add it to the uh, record. Uh, Joe, I want to throw an amateur link into the mix regarding Israel and the so-called Palestinians. The Jewish people have a unique language, culture, and religion that has been tied to their homeland of Israel for been tied to their homeland, Israel, for over 3,500 years. With that in mind, I pose the question, who is exactly attempting to occupy and colonize? Why progressive love is so in love with the Palestinian cause, even to the point that they are openly and enthusiastically supporting the abhorrent actions of Hamas, even justifying the murder and beheading of infants? Amateur link. In 2005, the Israelis pulled their citizens out of Gaza and turned it over to the Palestinians, who in turn elected Hamas to govern Gaza. Rather than improving their lot, the occupants of Gaza and the terrorists they elected seemingly destroyed everything they touched and perpetually put forth grievance upon grievance while blaming the Jews and calling for their annihilation. When in control, the progressive left in America does nothing to improve the quality of life, but rather degrades our quality of life while perpetually putting forth grievance upon grievance, while blaming the foundations of the United States and calling for for its destruction. I see a pattern. If the American progressive left can support the actions of Hamas to address the endless grievances of the Palestinians, what is America progressive left willing to do to address their grievances? Warm regards, Mike in Bemidji. Very well said, very well said. And Kathy writes, uh, democracy means every person gets a vote and each vote carries equal weight. We don't have that system. Social, we have a republic. Socialism means the government owns stuff and they bought the stuff with your money. We're not a socialist country yet. P.S. Kenny, people don't drink gravy. All right. <laughs> well, maybe your people yeah, I was going to say, speak for yourself. What the hell? <laughs> what are, you, are you a commie? wonder how those <laughs> raccoons are doing out in Burnsville. You're really worried about them, aren't well, you? Wouldn't you like to live in a world where that would be a concern? I have a picture Goofy, of what I think. Goofy look raccoons. At, look at your monitor. Yes. Yeah. I think that's an otter. That's an otter. It caught on my on my game cam. That's an yeah. otter. I know my otters. That's an otter. That's a river otter, Joe. Well, otter. they they like lakes too. Yeah. You don't need a river to have an otter. Hmm. Hey, get this: the traveling <laughs> Lymans are now at the George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston, Texas. Hmm. Uh-huh. They're on the way again. Hmm. The traveling Lymans have a care. With this day in history, it was on this day, uh, October eleventh. In 1887, President Grover Cleveland was in St. Paul for the second day of a three-day visit to the state. Former Governors Henry H. Sibley, Alexander Ramsey, and William R. Marshall accompanied him in his travels around the area. On this day in 1954, the Minnesota Historical Society recognized Ethnographer Francis Densmore. Ethnographer. Which door? Which of the doors is it? Densmore. Robbie. Uh, yeah. John. John. John Densmore. Yeah. yeah. What was he? The guitar he was player. A drummer. He was the drummer. Drummer. 
uh, recognize uh, Francis Densmore for distinguished service in the field of Minnesota history. Densmore, a Red Wing native, was one of the first ethnologists to specialize in the study of Native American music and culture and is perhaps best known for her field recordings of Ojibwe songs. So Francis was a, hmm. was a gal. Hmm. And finally, on this day, October 11th. in 2011, something important happened in sports. October 11th of 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been the winning of the World Series. No, mm-hmm. we, we didn't That's do later. that in 2011. Mm-hmm. It was oh, yeah. twins related. Mm-hmm. Right. Vikings. Oh, Viking related. No. Joe Maher retired. No. Well, been That's too wild. Yeah. 2011. Nope. Lynx. Thank you, John. The Minnesota Lynx won their first WNBA title, beating the Atlanta Dream in three games. This was the first championship won by a professional sports team in Minnesota since 1991. That's when the phrase, mm. the Lynx don't stinks, came about. I didn't know there was uh-huh. that phrase. Yeah, now, have the Lynx everywhere. won since 2011 a title? Yeah, they won three, didn't they? Yeah, they won a bunch, didn't they? Because they're still the only team that's won since 1991. Correct. And uh, if the Twins don't win tonight, they're not going to win the World hopes Series. Hopes will be dimmed yeah. for them hey, winning the World Series. But you still got the Vikings. Year. Come on. The Vikings are Sorry. one and four. <laughs> they they're one and five. One what and four. One, one and four. four right now. They're they're not going anywhere. I'm afraid, which is a shame. We stinks. What are you going to do? That's all I got to say. Yeah, we stink. <laughs> we stink. To say. Thank you very much, GLers. And, uh, I'm going to go yeah. now and maybe drive out to Burnsville Looks and see correct. how those raccoons are behaving. Oh, I think you're going to oh. take the scooter. Oh, you going to take the scooter? Not to Burnsville. That's too far. Oh, Keep on. your eyes open for muskrats, right. too. Muskrats are in danger. Yeah. I don't even think climate change is mentioned in that story. Which Should've is a been. miracle. Should have been. That'd be a miracle. <laughs> All right, folks, let me cut right to the chase. Hey, folks. Hey, folks, John Madden here. Can't do it. Uh, check out Garage Logic on YouTube. You can subscribe. To, subscribe? You can subscribe <laughs> to Garage Logic on YouTube. It's super easy and it's free. Now, it's not free because it has a wonderful value, is the Garage Logic Town Council. When you get pre show, during the breaks and access post show for ten bucks a month, hundred dollars a year. That's a really small price to pay. Learn more about it at garagelogic.com when you're shopping for Garage Logic attire. Bill Glan has an excellent point. Okay. We're four weeks from an election, mm-hmm. roughly. Uh, the Sad Minneapolis noise. City Council, for those that are aware, the Minneapolis City Council, the Socialist Party is one seat away from complete control of right. the Minneapolis City Council. Right. I, I love I Minneapolis. <laughs> John, is that you? It's my phone, yeah. it's It'll stop in just a moment. He's sitting on it. Hello? <laughs> He's sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoons are behaving curiously. Hang on. Wait, Latricia's not a commie, is she? No. She seems like she wouldn't have time for that kind of nonsense. She doesn't. 
Come on, y'all. Come, Come on, on now. Come on now. I thought she had a y'all in there, too, for some reason. That was in response to that fruitcake. Oh, yeah. Who, who uh, claimed... Uh, Come on now. Whatever he was claiming. Defund the police. Oh, that, yeah, he wasn't for defunding the police, and he was on stage on with stage a big with banner. A big sign, the sta- and then his excuse was, well, I approached the stage from the back. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see, see the sign. I never saw it. I never seen it. I Where didn't see it. Be? I'm ready. What did you say, Joe? Well, let's. we better start with Hamas. <laughs> let's start with the Hamas. The world has reached the point... Where there is no hope of a middle ground. Is middle dash ground? Or is it two different words? No, two words. Okay. Anywhere, including the United States. Ooh, that's good. Not the dash E point. Reavers. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Read it back to me. The world has reached the point where there is no hope of a middle ground anywhere, including the United States. Uh, Green card. Green card. I got a quite a farm lesson last night on the phone from Kenny. Oh, I was going to mention that. Kenny, are you posting all of your videos to the Twitter? No, none at all. Oh. I would have posted some of that green card stuff. <clears throat> Kenny, we drove home you. after Williams' football game from Randolph to my place through mm-hmm. nothing. But countryside at sunset. F and A was it sweet. You know what? It's just fun being part of something. Because like you said, everywhere you look, you know, it's it's the busy season. Yeah. It's fun being part of that. All that dust blowing across the highway. Yeah, we're doing stuff. Oh. We're getting stuff done. He goes and Leland goes. Is that smoke? I said, no, son, that's America. And the lights on this thing, Joe, after dark. Yeah. You flip the light on, it's like turning on the lights at Target Field. It's amazing. Can you drive green card at night? Oh, yeah. We oh, do yeah, it all yeah. into, into the into If the you have a whole bunch evening. of light. Yeah. Yeah. We're running light. <laughs> running light. <laughs> what else do you want? The Democratic Socialists of America, comma. Oops. Hold on. Of America. Yep. Comma. Yep. Minnesota chapter, comma, capital on C. Yep. I don't, I don't care. Are about to take over the Minneapolis City Council. <clears throat> and what's even better is Mike, my buddy, and his main hired man hate each other. Huh. So all day they're at each other. And then they send messages to each other through me. But then I don't send the message because I'm not getting involved. I'm just here to drive green card. I don't care, whatever. And there's a breakdown every day. And it's always one of their, one of them. One is of them blames the other one. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's just so awesome. It's I, I really wish I could get all of this on film and start a YouTube channel of how, how it really is, how, you know. Well, it's because he didn't fix that drive shaft like he, he should have. Yeah, you tell that, over. You t- that son of a bitch isn't answering his phone. You tell him when he gets back to go the hell home and get here early and run these loads into town. Yeah. I didn't, get some I, hay. I didn't, I didn't do <laughs> any of that. Get a bunch of hay over here. <laughs> oh, that's great. And then one of them's driving, not Mike, the hired man's driving a car that's so bad 
that every time he starts it, he has to get a jump start, and he doesn't put a battery. That in. every time he rolls up, it sounds like Joe Raccoons. Meyer coming to the uh, baseball football game. Raccoons, and he's, coming, and he's, out, he's outraged about it every single time, like it just happened. This oh, has been going on for a month. Behaving Dang, again. Behaving. <laughs> Rac- raccoons behaving. Curiously. Oh, curiously. All right, see you, Okay. Yep. In Burnsville. Question mark. I think you got to take a ride down there to see him, man. It's just, you know, I mean, those things. How'd you spell raccoons? Damn it, he caught me. R-A-C-C-O-O-N-S. That's correct. And wow. it's not, or it is capitalized. Because it was the first word of the sentence. No, it's not John Knight News. Why has Burnsville got the squiggly line? You probably spelled it wrong. No, it's not in the Webster's Dictionary. Cause that's what we use for the website, a megaphone. <laughs> John, don't forget to send me news stories. I already did, Chris. Thanks, uh, and, John. And before I, I, I forget, fellas, I mean, tomorrow, yeah, I might, I might yeah. not be here. But what I might. The hell, be here. John. But I'll let oh, you know twins. today. I'll let you know today, but if I can't be here tomorrow, I can be there Friday if you want me to be. Wait a minute. What did he just say? He's not here tomorrow? I might, might not, not be, be here tomorrow. Can't you hear me, Joe? What What did you book a doctor's appointment for noon? No, I got uh, the kids flying out, and I'm taking them to the airport, and he's on he's on call or whatever the hell they call that. What do you call that? Where's Stand by. Stand by. So Last he's not sure. Take a cab from here. Yeah, that'd be about $300. <laughs> But I'll let you know later today. But if I can't be here tomorrow, I can be there Friday if you'd like. Seriously, do you have any motels near you? Do I? Yeah. Motels or hotels near you? Yeah, well, sure. A lot of them. They probably have shuttles to the airport. Oh. Well, it's just a thought. Joe, do you know what it's like to have a loving family? (laughs) <laughs> uh, a family that you love to help out and nurture them. And I'm Airport Central. We take everybody to the airport to help well, anybody. There, Steve, there you go. Yeah. No matter what. Well, just, why can't and, you take and, Dylan then? And from oh, my, yeah, pick up well, Dylan. Because, Will you I love doing stuff for my son. He doesn't even ask for this stuff, and I just okay, do it. Okay, you misunderstood me. Okay. <laughs> why do you hate Dylan, Joe? Yeah. What's, what's going on here? Why do you I'm hate your own? for him. Why do you in hate fact, your own kids? In fact, why is he going to L.A.? He's playing two shows with Dylan Reese, one in L.A. and one in San Francisco. All right. Sweet. I hope for money. Oh, he should document yeah, his course, San Francisco no. travels. I think, he's, I think he's going to be busy enough, Chris. Uh, I don't I think he. That. there's much to, well, he, 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 uh, he good one. Uh, <laughs> I agree, Joe. <laughs> Nice, nice. You really said it, buddy. Yeah, that's awful. Do you ever words. have a dream where where you know you dream in the? Yeah, I fired that one off in a long time. What was I'll, it? Uh, I'll let you know though to, by this afternoon what's going on, and, and then you know, and then and then. Could you kindly keep me out of that text? Uh, yeah, I always I always mean to, and I always forget because it just comes up all you guys. So I just send yeah, it, and, and then you leave the conversation be, right away. And don't need to be a part of. Does uh, Joe? Uh, if, at your leisure, you want to hit up Stephen <coughs> about Fridays at some point again? <coughs> Jesus, if you what? don't die before then, are you done? <laughs> Have you ever had a dream? <laughs> That you um you had you 
you you could you do you went you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want oh him God. to do you so much you could do anything. Yeah. That gives me so much anxiety to listen Every to that. Every night, Han. What's your, did John, what was your question? I, you can hear? you hit up semen at some point about Fridays? Yes. Because I hit him up about every six months, and it's basically all. Yes. You know what? Yes. Can you ask him to allocate about two grand for a GL truck? Tell him the idea. Okay. I will. Make, a, make a list, Joe. You think we can get that truck for two grand? Uh, I know we can get something. It might not be that. Uh, and then I'll be responsible for it. I'll carry it to the advance on my flatbed and all of that crap. <clears throat> Twins Daily, we trust Joe Ryan. Retweet if you do, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what time does that game start? 6.07. John, I got your email. Thanks. Bye, Ken. Something. Bye, Kenny. Why would there be ingredients? I know Lewis Black did a bit about this, but why are there ingredients in a bottle of water? They have to. Purified it's, water, potassium. It's uh, the FDA. No, FDA regulation requires anything mass-produced and sold has to have an ingredients label on it. Why I know that? No freaking idea. There's a lot idea. of crap in here that has nothing to do with water. It should just say water. Bicarbonate, potassium bicarbonate, sodium bicarbonate. Could you imagine Roycey and Katie on that cruise? Oh. that I would watch that video just uh. just to watch poor Patrick. Someone throw me off the pier. This is Kirkland. Is that uh, That's Costco? That's Walmart, That's, isn't it? Walmart no, brand? Kirkland is uh, Costco. Costco. It is. Costco. Oh. They yeah. make golf balls. Well, they Good make one, everything, right? right? I, they're good ones, right? I've always yeah, heard they're they are. I don't yeah. golf, but Johnny. they test uh, they test out like Pro V ones from Titleist. Did yeah. I hear a rumor that there's a Costco coming near somewhat of my area? I don't know. Southwest well, there's, Metro. There's going to be one in Albert. Remember? No. Actually, you're not I think close. I am. You're not close to Albertville, are you? Oh God, no! I'm not there a member. Of what? I got to get going. Holy mackerel! We're free are members. You, are you hitting them today, Joe? Oh, I got to get the oil change. <laughs> Wait, is the golfing season over? Oh, oh that's right. John, you how many freaking stories did you send me? I just sent you two, that's all. No, I've got three, like I mean. six on here. No, I sent three. No. Same as always. No. Let me look at what I just sent you. Oh, there's at least four. One, two, three. I sent you three stories. Welcome. Oh, that's just a picture of Jim Jordan. Yeah. Boy, let's hope well, he gets the speaker. So, sometimes they have pictures and sometimes they don't. What, Joe? Uh, Are we on the council? Yes. <laughs> Why was he going to swear? Were you going to say the T word again? <laughs> oh, crap. What? Oh, God, what? Tommy, I got to delete that out of here before I can load the show. Oh, thank God I remembered. Who cares? Well, all right. Okay. Chris, been good working with you. No, <laughs> you no, get the I just don't want him to get in trouble. Oh, he won't get in trouble for that. That's true. In fact, the bit actually is kind of funny because we gave him so much static. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't like their chances. I don't, I don't either. I'm See ya, brah. Not going to lie. I, I don't either. Nope. Uh, 
Did you read Russian's piece on Jim Capel? I did, yes. Damn, that guy can write. Yeah, that was a good piece. How come he doesn't write more often? Or am I just not seeing his oh, stuff as much? Books. No, mean, but I mean, why doesn't he do stuff like this for SI? Well, I don't know. He Maybe doesn't he still doesn't work for to. SI, does he? I think he. that's just a freelance thing. Because he quit working for SI a long time ago. I suppose. Because yeah, I asked Such uh, about a him. Book a year, basically. Joe didn't really. Joe never worked with Jim, but obviously Royce did. Yeah, I was actually wondering that when I read the piece. Because I asked him when I when I got here. D D D. But I wish guys like him wrote more because I don't want to read all this sabermetric crap about baseball, right? Yeah, I'd rather yeah. read. From this point of view, or guys like Joe when Joe covered baseball, that's what I want to read. Yeah. Whatever. I understand. I understand. <sighs> Sigh. Uh, he did write one book that I read that was wonderful because uh, it was about the Twin Cities. It was about him growing up. And I'm looking for the name, but now I can't find it. Stingray Afternoons, a memoir. Oh, yeah, that was good. I read Excellent. that. Didn't we have a <laughs> You read a book? Shut oh, up! That was John. mean. I'm sorry, I, Chris. If I, I apologize if you were offended by that. <laughs> I was, somewhat. I, I apologize. Uh, and then he wrote a, a sequel to it too, but I can't remember what the hell that was. Which I read also it wasn't as good, but it was good. Huh. Um, why isn't it in his bio? I wonder. It's weird. That's weird. Russian sequel to Stingray Afternoons. Knights in the White Castle. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm not gonna lie, John. I'm. I'm on high alert. I think. I think we're. I got a bad feeling. Something's gonna go down. I think you might have some lone wolves, but that's all. I mean, obviously, I don't want that to happen either, but I think that's, you know, that would be my worry right now. I hope you're right. Well, I hope I'm not right. I hope neither one of us are right, but. <laughs> no, I hope you're right and I'm wrong, is I guess what I'm trying to well, say. Well, I know, but I don't want lone wolves either. I mean, they cause just as much trouble, kill as many people, not as many, but. I suppose. You know what I mean. I you know what, what you, I do know what you mean. Is there any other games besides the Twins today? Yeah, they're all today. 